The concept of retirement in this country is broken. We work ourselves to death and we miss out on so many of life's precious experiences. And as a certified financial planner and CPA here in Nashville, Tennessee, I'm committed to helping free others from this antiquated mindset using my three bucket approach to managing money and to find creative ways to live now and retire while you work. Join me as we change the way we think about money and time. And which one of these is the true currency? Hello, and welcome to Retire While You Work. I'm David, and today I want to talk about how do politics impact investing? A very timely topic. We just came out of a very contentious election, and uh, over the years I've had clients, depending on which side they were on politically, you know, get really upset and worried about, uh, you know, the balance of Congress or what the new administration was going to do tax-wise or spending-wise. And the reality from my experience over 20 years has been that it's usually not quite as extreme or bad as we may project. Um, so anyway, I figure this message was timely. So let's talk about it. I'd like to open up. Winston Churchill once said, Americans always do the right thing, but only after exhausting all other options. Now, while hating the American government has seemingly become a favorite pastime for many, it's really a horrible investment strategy. And I get asked all the time whether the market does better under a Republican or Democratic president. The reality is that gridlock in Washington has usually worked best for the stock market, meaning that a Democratic president and, let's say, a Republican-controlled Congress or vice versa. Now, our founding fathers, gosh, I'm impressed the more and more we go through time, they really nailed it when they came up with the principle of checks and balances and empowering our country despite its many pitfalls and struggles to thrive by preventing any one person or party from taking us off course. And for you football fans, I like to think of it as our country fighting between opposing 40-yard lines with the checks and balances preventing us from getting too far down one end of the field or the other, if that makes sense. And, you know, sometimes this can be frustrating, especially when it feels like we can't make progress on issues like, let's say, Social Security that seem to have such obvious solutions to many of us, right? Just small changes and things could really make it go a long way. But investors who wait until their candidate of choice from their preferred party occupies 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue should really recognize how that's worked out in the past. And what I mean, let's just look at a $10,000 investment in the Dow Jones in 1897. I recognize that's a long time ago. Would have grown to 4.3 million by 2015. And by contrast, if you only invested when your party was in office over that same 120 years, then and then you let's say you sold whenever the other party took control, that same investment would be worth $4 million less. So a difference of growing that money to about $4.3 million or just a few hundred thousand dollars in your account balance. Big difference. Now, investing in the market might appear to make most sense when all political parties are being compromising and cooperative. Wouldn't that be nice? allowing more to get accomplished. And while philosophically I might agree with that logic, the truth is actually the opposite. Markets tend to do best when there's gridlock. But what about the country's growing deficits, David? I get this question all the time when I do speaking engagements. Back when I did speaking engagements, I really miss that in person. Many investors are concerned about the size of the annual deficits and the growing national debt. And I get it. Now, first, 
yes, we do typically spend more than we bring in as a country. And our big ticket spending items are entitlements. So Social Security and Medicare and things like defense spending. And our revenue comes from income and corporate taxes. That's no surprise. We make up for the difference in spending primarily by borrowing money from ourselves, but also from foreign countries like China and Japan. Now, do I think this is a concern and wish that we spent less than we made? Of course, if all of my, if I, well, if I advise my clients to operate their business or personal households the way the government does, I would by no means be an admirable financial planner, and I'll digress. But it's a bit different when you're the federal government and you have money printers in your own basement and can just make your debt go poof. In my opinion, our national debt and deficits aren't disappearing anytime soon. And the cost of being on the sidelines and boycotting your investment philosophy because of fear or anger or resentment to the government's fiscal policies, well, that's really a losing proposition for you and your family. And I do my best not to engage in politics being in my line of work, primarily because my job is to help clients stay focused and protect them from bad decisions. But I will, however, step up on my soapbox and say the following. You ready for this? This country needs and will thrive best off positivity and optimism, not negativity and hate. Even from a marketing perspective, look at arguably the two most brilliant marketing campaigns ever run in voting history, Obama's Hope and Change and Trump's Make America Great Again. In 2008, when the country was feeling scared and hopeless, Obama's message was perfectly timed, pulling the heartstrings of voters who desperately needed to hear that hope was there and change was coming. And in 2016, the nation was overwhelmingly frustrated with politics in general, resentful of the system that seemed to be deteriorating the core values that made America the best country in the world. Trump's slogan fired up his voting base and enough undecided voters to help him win the election. Voters needed to hear the same hope and change message Obama had so eloquently delivered earlier, but this time in hopes of making the country great again. Now, here's my hope and wish for America as I wrap up today. I hope we can find common ground and resist both parties at the extreme ends of their beliefs. Beware of the crowd at extremes, as we like to say. Balance and compromise is everything, especially if you want to see gradual and effective change toward keeping us strong and united. I'm David Adams, and I'm running for president of the United States. Just kidding. Just always wanted to say that and see what it sounded like. And with that, what a perfect time to end this week's session. Uh, this is Retire While You Work. Thank you for listening as always. You can catch us on iTunes and Spotify and uh, feel free to shoot us an email. Um, shoot me an email if you want, david.w.adams at raymondjames.com. I'll be happy to add you or you can go and watch our, our podcast. Check out our website at davidadamswealthgroup.com. Thank you. Have a great week. Thank you for listening today to Retire While You Work. I'm David Adams and hope you'll continue to listen as we discuss creative ways to manage your time and money. And now some friendly disclaimers to make my compliance department at Raymond James happy. Here we go. Any opinions are those of myself, David Adams, and not necessarily those of Raymond James. Expressions of opinion are as of this date and are subject to change without notice. The information contained 
In these podcasts, do not purport to be a complete description of the securities markets or developments referred to in this material. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but we do not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Every investor situation is unique, and you should consider your investment goals, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment. Prior to making an investment decision, please consult with your financial advisor about your individual situation. Any hypothetical examples are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary. Raymond James does not provide legal or tax services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. (sighs) There you go.